<laughs> you know what West Coast is gonna tell me? This is too West Coast. You in my own And if you got a problem with that, then they need to go bang, bang, bang. And I'll be everywhere on the map, but I rep that West. I rep that West. I rep that West. I rep that what up y'all it's your boy wiss for the first installment of views from the hill podcast we're going to be talking strictly university of utah sports right now obviously college football is here game days tomorrow utah versus weaver state i'm just gonna jump right in it guys this is gonna be so much fun uh Weaver State, FCS team, you know, Kyle Whittingham, I believe, is now 10-0 uh, with their game openers and has never actually lost to an FCS team in their openers. So I'm feeling pretty confident with this. I mean, Weaver State, they're, they're going to be pretty decent. I mean, as far as a running back game, Utah's defense going to have to step it up. They've got their uh, running back, junior running back, six foot 200-pound Kevin Smith. Guy's been... Balling out from Fairfield, California, and then they so they have they switch stuff off a lot. Uh, Treshawn Garrett, he's also the running back. These guys are stars, and you know I wouldn't be surprised if you know they were these guys are transfer type dudes that go to these Power Five schools. It'd be really awesome to see. Everyone loves to see that, but that that's not going to change the outcome of this game. So. For people out there saying, hey, be careful, don't get jumpy, listen, <laughs> like, I understand. Weber State last year gave Cal a run for their money in their opener, but then Cal pulled away late, just how it goes. But my prediction of this game, Utes go away with it 35-7. to I think that's all they're going to get. Uh, they're, the Utes are stacked. They're looking good. Uh, you know, quarterback Tyler Huntley balling out. Granted, our offensive line is is young and you know gonna have to work on that. But then we've got uh, our wideouts at Britton Covey. We've got all of those dudes that we can rely on this year. And, and Zach Moss, like Moss, is insane. Like this guy's a stud, powerhouse running back. Puts his head down, can't stop him. So I'm excited. Don't know about you guys. It's going to be great. This, man, this is just too good. But one thing that I was thinking about about this game was, you know, the roster came out about, what was this, earlier this week? I think <laughs> something like that, like Monday or Tuesday. But they put uh, Shelly right behind Huntley. Which caught a lot of people by surprise because, you know, they thought you know, all this hype with Jack Tuttle um, coming up. They thought he would be the for sure second string. But Shelly definitely plays a lot like Tyler Huntley. And if you're looking at it as if Tyler Huntley were just to go out, you know, let's say he got hurt, right? Not a big injury out for a week or two. Shelly is definitely the best guy. Same style. You don't have to change anything. Now, if it's long term, if Huntley were to go out for let's say the rest of the season after like week one or two, I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to switch it up and put Jack Tuttle in there as a starter and try to change things up since it's still early enough into the season. 
With that being said, though, all three quarterbacks will be seeing playing time with this new rule, you know, the, the redshirt rule. They have four games now to decide and who they want to put on that. So I definitely think all three quarterbacks will, will get something, which is going to be great, you know, and I love that new rule because it makes it so much easier to keep track of everything like that and whatnot, so, which is perfect. Uh, what I want to see, though, with this quarterback rotation, I want to see Jack Tuttle a lot in this Weaver State game, which I, you know, if I am correct on my assumptions, that they will see a lot of them. But I just want to see a little bit more of this spread offense that, you know, you know can, you've been hearing that Tuttle can run. Because usually we've got this option, spread, whatever, you know, running quarterbacks, whatnot. I need a guy that's a pocket passer. I want to see something change. And I want to see how that goes because we haven't had that in a long time. And I think that's what we get with Jack Tuttle. Then with our running backs, like I said, Zach Moss. And then right behind him, Ahmad Shine. Ahmad Shine, yeah, there you go. Ahmad Shine is a stud too guys like seriously i'm so stoked for this because zach moss has to go out for a couple plays who cares ahmad shine's gonna pick up the intensity and st still be going just as hard it's gonna feel like it's the same dude out there switching jerseys it's whatever right it's gonna be great and i just think you know zach moss is definitely a guy that can go to the league he can definitely be up there i'm not saying anything like first round talent right but you know i could see second third fourth you know anywhere in there totally for sure um and ahmad shine you know he's a junior as well so i mean it's uh, you know it's kind of hard for backups to kind of get rolling but you never know <laughs> right so i hope but ahmad shine's a stud so that's exciting with our wideouts we got coc mariner which actually changed his name he actually used to be coc wilson but you know mariner's tight you know how i feel britain covey I'm, ex I'm interested to see how this goes. Just came off a two-year LDS mission. When I saw a picture of that guy, when he first got home, dude was skinny. All right? Way too skinny to be playing football, let alone D1 Power 5 football. All right? But what I've seen of late, this guy's gotten in shape, and he's definitely bulked up. Did what he had to do. So we'll see. But he did get the starting spot in his, in his slot. So he's just a sophomore. And, man, I, if you guys remember, guy balled out when he was here. For that one year as his freshman, true freshman year. Gosh, what was it, the Oregon game where he <laughs> just blew up. So I, I don't know. I'm excited. The guy's going to be awesome. Samson Nakua, guy's awesome. He's played really well. He's definitely doing those, like, it's like a third and 15. You catch him on that crossing route. Seems to happen to him all the time. I don't know how, but he's always seems to be open on that stuff. So, awesome. Like I said, offensive line is is young, and they're kind of small, but it's whatever. But I think we, I think we'll do all right. I think we'll do all right. Um, you know, we've got Lo Falimaka, who is going to be great. He's actually a senior, six five two ninety five. That's a big dude, right? Like, say these guys are young, but we've got some big guys. 6'7", 313 for Jackson Barton. Nick Ford is 315, 6'5". Whoo! Man, this is some big dudes right here. Darren Paulo, 313, 6'5". Man, these guys are going to be 
Gonna be putting some dudes, dudes on the ground, getting them pancakes. It's gonna be great. Our tight ends, I mean, we don't, I feel like we haven't been using our tight end as much other than if we're, you know, trying to run a little bit of option stuff, get them blocking down, all that good stuff. But, you know, Jake Jackson, he's a pretty big guy. And I think we might be able to get him on some pop passes and stuff like that. And that's, again, what I would hope to see if we were to get Jack Tuttle in there, get some easy stuff like that. Why not, right? Why not? Let's move over to the defensive stuff. So I'm actually really excited for our defense because our defense is unreal, okay? Like Julian Blackman, this dude, dude's a stud, all right? And the guy that I love most, actually, is Marquise Blair. Reminds me a lot. He's like a little version of Camp Chancellor. The guy lays the wood, and it's insane. Like the guys, when he puts... When he puts that helmet on, it's like he it just his whole mood changes and he turns into a different dude. You guys freaking dropping these dudes like sacks of potatoes. Like it's it's interesting and crazy fun to watch because who doesn't love watching big hits, right? And then you know, and he's at safety. We're also gonna see Chase Hansen a little bit at safety. They did move him to linebacker. You know, the guy's such an athlete. He can play both positions like. When you're that big, but you're that fast, why not put him at linebacker? You're chasing down those running backs, but then you also put him back there as like a strong safety, whatever, drop back, whatever you need it to be. And he's still going to be keeping up with those guys, making some huge plays for our defense. Um, and also, Javon Geary, I'm actually excited for him. He was actually a freshman last year, so he's a sophomore coming in. You know, I've heard really good things about this guy, and... There's a lot of hype behind him. Scally sure seems to love him a lot. So I'm excited. I think I think it will be good. But with our going to our linebackers, Cody Captain Cody Barton. Cody Barton, man, that guy is a trooper. Like he's been he's been through it with these youths. I feel like <laughs> I feel like if we look back at some like big plays that have gone against us, Cody Barton always seems to be at be at fault in most of these. And he's always just taking it from all the fans and all the media and whatnot but kid's truly a stud he's a big guy 236-2 why not right he's at our mac linebacker spot and like i said i was talking about chase hansen he's gonna be our rover linebacker they're about the same size you know 236-3 and chase hansen's a senior you know if he has this breakout like just a breakout year standout stuff like this i i could see him going in the draft just late rounds at least that's what i would hope he he's a He's a talented, talented athlete. I don't see why not. But right behind Chase Hansen is Francis Bernard. We y'all remember he was at BYU, got into some legal stuff, yada yada yada. I think he dropped down to D two, worked his way back up, and can't go back to BYU, but he accepted to go to Utah. I'm excited because Utah's been, you know, Utah's one of those teams. They take the guys like you know Carrington from Oregon, right? Take the dudes that mess up. Why not? We'll use them. And they seem to turn their turn that leap around for him, kind of thing. So I'm just excited to see how that goes for him. With that being said, guys, this is I'm just so stoked. All right, Utah football is here. College football is here. It's all just finally the wait's over, and it's all here, all right? And I'll be also coming back weekly. All right, be doing the recap of this game. Every game to come a hand, so I'll do the recap of this game, and then we'll be talking about next week's game, giving you all the information and stuff like that. 
Um, I am lucky enough to have gotten media credentials to actually go to Utah practices, their press conferences and stuff like that. So I'm going to be giving you the best of the best, no doubt. And I got to give a little shout out real quick, actually, to my boy Aaron Rodgers. Guy woke up this morning, got out of bed and was like, hey, I'm going to go get it. And the dude went and got it. All right. Four year, $134 million contract, 103 guaranteed. What? That's just unreal. And that's unheard of. And it was just crazy how yesterday, right? OBJ got his contract. Everyone was all hyped up. Dang, OBJ got paid. Ha, <laughs> psych. OBJ ain't nothing, right? OBJ ain't nothing. All right, boys and ladies, grown ups, whatever you want to be. That is it for the views from the hill for week one. First installment. You've heard the best of the best, and we're going to keep it coming to you for the next little while. Peace. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more.